T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. As you've all heard, we had a, uh, a tragic incident yesterday in the town of Pendleton on Aiken Road. Uh, we received a 911 call around 3.30 that reported um, a young boy, a 10-year-old boy, uh, was trapped in a snowbank and wasn't breathing. We dispatched patrol cars, and uh, luckily we had some patrol cars within a few minutes uh, from that address on Aiken Road. Um, unfortunately, uh, that boy passed away uh, despite uh, excellent efforts by all the first responders. The boy that died was 10-year-old Benjamin Wasik. Uh, Benjamin is uh, a fourth grade student at Star Point Central School, lives in the town of Pendleton. Uh, at the time of the accident, Ben was with his mom and dad, uh, something he typically does. Uh, as you know, Star Point was closed yesterday, as were several of the schools. But he went with his mom and dad over to the farm, uh, which is something that Benjamin loved to do. Uh, mom and dad were doing chores. Um, Benjamin uh, noticed that uh, one of the chores was plowing snow because there was an awful lot of snow at the farm and one of the chores was was plowing snow so as Ben's dad and and uh, another relative were plowing snow Benjamin uh, kind of took kindly to a very high pile of snow and decided to climb on it despite being told before that by his father not to do that um, when his dad didn't see him for a couple of minutes he started to look around for him and he checked several of the barns, and there's multiple barns on the facility. Uh, couldn't find Ben, uh, asked his wife. They didn't, hadn't seen him for a couple of minutes. And unfortunately, uh, they, they noticed the, the large snow pile and decided to start checking that. And when they did, they, they found Ben underneath the snow uh, in that snow pile. 911 dispatchers immediately, uh, when they received the call, started to instruct CPR because Ben was not breathing. Um, the deputies arrived within a couple of minutes as, as well as some state troopers and Wendellville Fire Company, their ambulance service, and Twin City Ambulance. So first responders were on scene within a few minutes. Um, first aid was was given to, to young Ben. Uh, CPR and AED was applied to him. Uh, everything was done at the scene to try and revive him. Um, Twin City Ambulance, once they took him into the ambulance and worked on him for a few minutes at the scene, left for Millard Fillmore Suburban Hospital. Uh, we had excellent cooperation with the Amherst Police Department, who shut down every single intersection. Uh, the ambulance, I was told, uh, drove straight to Millard Fillmore Suburban uh, without having to stop one time uh, because of all those intersections being closed. And it's a busy route uh, coming from Aiken Road up to Maple Road in Amherst. The hospital worked on Ben for quite a while and uh, eventually uh, pronounced him deceased at the hospital. Uh, an autopsy was done this morning. And uh, the cause of death we just learned a few minutes ago was ruled uh, accidental by asphyxiation. Um, in talking with Ben's parents, um, Ben was your typical 10-year-old. He loved to be at the farm. He loved to work. Uh, it was not unusual for them to be there. He's very familiar with his surroundings. But as you know, 10-year-old boys, um, you know, they, they like to play. And that's what Ben was doing. Ben was an avid fisherman. Uh, loved to play baseball locally here in Pendleton. 
Uh, was a great classmate, I understand, at Star Point School in fourth grade in Mr. Flynn's class. And uh, just a kid that loved life. He spent his summers up in Canada at a family farm. I'm sorry, a family cottage uh, where he did a lot of fishing and, and just always wanted to be in the outdoors. I think the, the, the first response, uh, the first responders did an excellent job yesterday in a very difficult circumstances. I think uh, all their efforts gave the best possible scenario for Ben to survive. Unfortunately, in this business, we don't save everybody. Um, I was in contact last night with Star Point Central School. I reached out to the superintendent just after the incident to inform him that um, he had the death of a student in his school, uh, although I didn't tell him who it was at that point because I wanted the family to be able to uh, notify each other. Uh, late last night, I did inform him who it was. Uh, Superintendent Croft put together a crisis team last night. They met early this morning, and he deployed several counselors, psychologists, and uh, teachers uh, who are taking this extremely difficult at Star Point. Um, he deployed an entire crisis team and is uh, in the process of, of working with the students, not only in Ben's class, but in his younger sister's class, which I believe is third grade. So there's a lot of activity going on uh, at Star Point Central School as well. Star Point will be releasing a, uh, some type of a statement within a few minutes, uh, as I understand. Um, I think I've covered everything um, so far. I'll just take a couple of questions. Sure. Do you have any idea of how large this snowbank was to have engulfed this little boy as much as it was large. It was probably about 15 feet high, um, Jen. In, in that area, they were plowing snow and um, pushing it up against an, a barn to get it out of the parking lot area. So it was a pretty significant snow bank and, and of course, would be attractive to a 10-year-old boy to, to have a lot of fun on. Can you spell his first name, It's Benjamin, which is the common spelling. Wasik is uh, W-A-S-I-K, W-A-S-I-K. Did he have any pre-existing health conditions like asthma or anything that would have caused, made the situation, you know, more dangerous than it would have been for a healthy child? Was he, was he healthy? There's no evidence he had anything pre-existing. Uh, he died of uh, asphyxiation by... Well, by entrapment. By entrapment. <clears throat> We've all warned our kids about, you know, playing in snow drifts, et cetera. I mean, this is really, it's got to be a, a moment for you to send a strong message out. You know, that, that is a serious thing. The accident is tragic, uh, but as I said, you know, mom and dad warned them before to stay off the snowbanks. Um, I can tell you that these are excellent parents. Um, the Wasik family is a large family in Pendleton, known by everybody. They're great people. They're known by, you know, a large number of our deputies. Uh, some of our first responders knew the, the little boy that were at that scene. Um, they're very good parents, but as you said, yes, snowbanks can be dangerous, but this is. This is so out of the ordinary, it's so tragic. Um, there's no way you could have predicted it. Pardon me? I don't believe she was on the scene. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure where exactly she was. I didn't ask that question. But she was, uh, I believe, a third grader. So she'd be a year or two years younger. So, Sheriff, you mentioned that the father turned away for just a couple minutes. So this all happened rather quickly. It did uh, occur rather quickly. Um, initial reports were that there was a period of about 20 minutes where they were looking for the boy, and that's consistent with the boy's body temperature that uh, that we have knowledge of. Can you speak about the mental state of the deputies? I can't imagine feeling the implications of this. Quite upset. Um, you know, we have plans in place, uh, counseling uh, 
two different counseling sessions today for our deputies. Uh, our dispatchers, as you can imagine, were very upset. Uh, nothing more frustrating than being on a phone uh, when you're a mom or a dad and being 10 miles away and you're doing your best to instruct CPR and to, to give this, this child the best possible chance to survive, but you're stuck in a room. There's nothing you can do. So, um, yeah, the deputies are hurting. Uh, I can tell you the fire company's hurting. I've been speaking with the fire chief, uh, Twin City Ambulance. No one wants to see a kid die. You know, no one should have to bury their children. They're, they're hurting, but they're not hurting anything like the Wasics are. It's really hard to tell, Ed. Um, we saw evidence that maybe he was digging a tunnel. Um, without a witness, we don't know when the snow fall, fell or how it fell. As you know, when you have plowed snow, it's very loose. Um, it was snowing at the time. It was windy. Uh, uh, Dad was uh, keeping a close eye on him, and immediately when he didn't see him, got off his tractor and uh, started to look for him. There's a lot of big snow piles around Lockport. What advice or warnings would you issue to other parents because of all the snow that's fallen here? You've got to keep a cl close eye on the kids. They're going to want to play. Um, you know, I saw driving back yesterday between the house and the hospital, I saw three sets of kids on snow banks uh, go going up to Amherst. And I wanted to stop, you know, at all three and, and ask them to get off. Uh, they obviously were all fine, uh, and typically they are fine. This was a very odd event. Um, the parents did everything they could to, to keep an eye on him, and as soon as they didn't see him, they started to look for him. A couple years ago, or recently, Mike Wasik retired from the sheriff's office. Was is he related to the young boy somehow? He, Mike Wasik retired from the Lockport Police Department. That's uh, Mike's brother is the father, so it's Mike's nephew. Okay. So Mike is obviously uh, was with his brother all day yesterday, and and. Uh, uh, Mike's one of those cops uh, that saved a lot of people in his day and uh, wishes he could have saved his nephew yesterday. So Mike's taking it pretty hard. One thing I will ask, uh, uh, I've been in contact with the family. They're a private family. Um, I had some, some people from the media ask me if they wanted to do an interview, and their answer is no. They, they politely declined. Um, today they're prepping for a funeral uh, for young Benjamin, and uh, they asked that they be left alone. Um, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do this press conference, um, but I did it with their with their their good graces. Um, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm going to respect their privacy, and I hope that you guys can respect their privacy as well. Is there anything that community can do? Because I'm sure people are going to want to reach out and show some condolences. The Wasics have a very large extended family. Um, I'm sure that if something comes out that uh, through social media that that will be, um, that will be made public. Um, I think the best thing the, the, the public can do is, is uh, you know, just pray for their family. Uh, uh, mom and dad and, and, and the grandfather who owns the property was there as well, and they're just absolutely devastated, as you can imagine. Has anything like this ever happened in Niagara County? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I can think about it had to be a good 15, 20 years ago. Eric Road in Wheatfield, excuse me, we had a similar occasion. That, that's going back a long ways. When I was a newer deputy, I can't think of anything since then. Uh, with me today, I forgot to tell you guys, this is Captain Bruce Elliott. <clears throat> He's the head of our criminal division. Um, he's overseeing the investigation. But uh, based on what we saw yesterday and the work we've done today, 
and uh, with the autopsy report coming back just a short, a verbal report coming back a short time ago, um, this is uh, going to be deemed an accident. Sheriff, you may have already mentioned this, but Benjamin's friends, I assume, are his age, very young. What is, is Starpoint doing in terms of, do you know if they have any services, counseling services available for those young kids right now? Yeah, we contacted Starpoint. I, I spoke with the superintendent yesterday afternoon and advised him that he had a death in his school. I didn't tell him who it was, but I advised him he had a death and he needed to start to prepare because they need some time for that. So he started preparation last night. They have brought in uh, numerous counselors, psychologists. Um, I talked to him about an hour ago. Um, things are going okay at Starpoint. Teachers are taking it very hard. Uh, they're meeting with the classmates of Benjamin individually uh, and giving them counseling. They're also meeting with the classmates of Ben's sister in a younger grade. Uh, and meeting with those kids, um, and these are tough kids to talk to. You know, they're eight to ten years old. It's they don't really understand it. Um, but uh, Star Point, uh, I know it's an excellent school system. It's where my children go, so I know it's an excellent school system. Uh, they were prepped last night, prepped this morning, and they're doing everything that they should be doing. Captain, maybe we can get a comment from you. Just talk about how difficult is it for you to investigate a situation like this? It is very difficult. Obviously, the age of the child. Um, the nature being, you know, random, accidental. But like the sheriff said, it was tough on everybody, the firemen, um, the investigators, the, the sheriff's deputies. No one wants to investigate this. Um, but we have plenty of support. Uh, we're lucky at the sheriff's office. We have, we have great, great employees here, great people to work with. We support each other. Um, in the times like this, it's very helpful. And, um, you know, we stick together in first responders and fire service and police. So. We're here for each other, and in a situation like this, it's when it really helps. I've brought two photos that uh, the family has shared with me uh, of Benjamin. Uh, and I talked about what he likes to do. It's fishing and baseball. And uh, uh, I'll, I'll share those photos with, them, with you guys. Uh, they're pretty recent photos. I'll have them here. I have some printed copies here, but I'll also send them out electronically within the next 10 minutes. So. In the same source that you got your press release, you'll get an electronic version of these photos. So, thanks for coming, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Please don't call me with follow-ups. This is all I'm going to do, guys, out of respect for the family. Maybe if you take those photographs and lean them against that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.